Welcome to the Conversion Therapy Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Jordan. I'm your other co-host, Justin. The reason I paused is because I was thinking this is episode six, correct? Oh yeah, this would be. Okay. I, I just, just got I just got the link to wait, hold on. No, this is episode seven. Really? I think I just got the link to episode uh oh wait, is this <laughs> wait, because um we already have our like next week's episode filmed, right? Yes. I got the link to this week's episode, and this week's episode is episode five. I think it's five. Yeah. So and this... so next week would be six and this oh, is seven. Oh shit. Okay. Welcome yeah, to episode lucky number seven. Welcome to episode seven then. Um, it's gonna be really awkward if this is episode six. Well, <laughs> but it shows pretty, it should be episode seven. It shows the listeners how well uh, prepared we are for our exactly. podcast. I don't even know what episode this is. Exactly. Um, you know, I just want to quickly mention I'm I'm like over the last like forty eight hours, I've gotten really obsessed with this band that I should be embarrassed to like. Uh, do I know that? Do you think I know them? Yes, you will. Panic at the Disco. No, it's like a it's like a pop punk boy band. Pop punk boy band? Yeah, uh, that's that's how I describe them. Do they have original songs or do they do covers? Uh, they have original songs. I actually saw them open for Chainsmokers in 2019, but I wasn't a fan at this at this point. Can you give me a, like a subtle hint? Like, is there a not well known song or like? Okay, I'll give you a collab they did with uh, with uh, Chainsmokers. Okay. The song was called "Who Do You Love." Uh, that's a big fucking hint, dude. I don't and listen to the Chainsmokers. No tea. I don't. I don't think and the Chainsmokers you're gay, are that good. So you should know this. But they're with the Chainsmokers. That's like a full dilution of my sexuality in relation to what we're. Do talking you not about. like the Chainsmokers? No, straight up. I don't. I don't see the hype in them. I actually don't think any of their songs are good. With and the except, with that's the, the end of episode seven. Thanks with the exception us, of Paris, mm. and Paris is like that's a good fucking song. Is is it's fine. It's it's just it's not fine. Bad. It's fine. It's epic. It's fine. But uh, what's another hint? They're pop. They're a pop hint. punk. Band? Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you another hint, but you're gonna get it. Okay. You're gonna you're, you're gonna get it from this hint. I hope. The first. The first character of their band name is a number. Their first. The first character of their band name is a number. Yes. <laughs> three, Holy fuck. three doors down. I set up. I set a pop punk Bitch, boy band. I don't know. Not like not like a redneck fucking '90s rock <laughs> band. Um, Sorry for all the Three Doors Downs fans. I actually have an album from them, so I actually don't mind see. Three Doors Down. Yeah, me too. Like it's not um, my time. Bitch, that's a good ass fucking. That's a good song. song. Can I just tell song. you now? Um, do you have another hint? No. What's K? What's the number? Five. <laughs> it's five what the fuck dude i don't even know i didn't even know these people before like two days ago what's their name you're you're cheating right now aren't you i swear to god i'm not i don't have my phone i literally the only thing that's pulled up next to me is my browser source for references and then my like our call that i'm recording off of and then my obs so that i can record it's five seconds of summer oh f- okay get the fuck out of here they're not a pop punk band they're a fucking pop band a pop well, punk band? when I saw them okay but what maybe it's maybe it's clouding me because when I saw them live it they were like their their structure on stage was like a rock band like there was two guitarists there was like a bass player and a drummer and then there was a vocalist well yeah that's like a lot of band that's like a lot of boy bands 
Actually, that's not I true. take that back. Well, that's actually, not that's true. A lot, actually, that's a lot of current boy bands, with the exception of K-pop. Well, what about like okay, okay? What's a current boy band that has like guitarist and bass player and a drummer? Uh, there's one that's similar to Five Seconds of Summer. I don't know their name, oh. but they had like one hit and then they faded away. I can't remember their name though. Oh. Okay, anyway. But, like, obviously, when people think of boy bands, they think of, like, One Direction, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, uh, BTS. Like, mm. well, one, that's, like, three of those are from back when. Even One Direction is from, like, years ago. And uh, fucking BTS is K-pop, which a lot of K-pop uh, boy bands are like that, where they're, like, boy bands. What I would think boy bands are. Yeah, but, yeah, when I think of boy bands, I think, like, One Direction, like, the Jonas Brothers, and, like, they, I guess the Jonas Brothers played instruments. Is that I mean, shouldn't right? it be okay? Falsy, shouldn't it be boy choir? Because band isn't that like the introduction of instruments? I mean, like, if but you're, I mean, like, I guess being... the choir is no. I take that what? Because like band class, it was just all like like flutes, clarinets, guitars, trombones, trumpets. But then like choir was just singing. So like, wouldn't the Backstreet Boys be a boy choir? If you want to like be true to the English language, then you're probably right. Right? Yeah. Okay, boy choir. Come on, boy choir. Okay. Let's work. So yeah, let, let, let's get into it. So yeah, we're going to be discussing some current topics like every week. Uh, first thing we're going to be discussing is so because today's date uh, being November the 21st, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came out two days ago. Um, All right. Are we surprised? No. No. We are not. I was hearing... Um, so I heard, I might have even heard it from you, but they were saying that uh, 16 of the jurors, this was like four days ago, had decided and they were trying to talk two over. And I was like, right when I heard that, I was like, okay, it's an acquittal. It's a full this, acquittal. Oh, 100%. This jury was a non-sequestered jury. For those of you who don't know what that is, they get to go, like, hey, if you're a sequestered jury, you're basically most likely going to be in a hotel room. You're off to yourself. You're not really doing anything besides this case, which is, this case is very high profile. This case should have had a sequestered jury. I honestly think the fact that they were non-sequestered had a, had a, had a decent play into this. But, like, they went home to their families, to their friends. Like, they were free to do anything. Which, like, when you're dealing with a lot of high-profile cases, the odds are is that you're going to be sequestered if you're a part of the jury. Which yeah. I actually was surprised to read that they weren't. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I would. my immediate thought is that this is a no-brainer. This is not even something that I'm going to have to read about because they're going to be sequestered. But no, they, they weren't sequestered. They were, yeah. They were free to go home. They were free to talk amongst themselves. They were free to talk with their friends, talk with their family. And, like, Kenosha isn't, as far as I've seen, like... Rittenhouse was looked at as like a fucking hero by Kenosha residents. So like I wouldn't expect them to be a I haven't actually seen the the um the statistics of how they vote or like the voting layout of the city. I don't know if it's Democratic or Republican, but um yeah, I just I think it I I think it has a heavy play. And then people were trying to say that the judge was a Democrat. Girl, in what fucking world is the judge a Democrat? Maybe back in the I'm, fucking 40s. Do you know why? Do you know what made them say that? Probably because he I, was appointed by a Democratic, uh, like, state uh, representative, mm -hmm. which I think he was. Um. Well, the thing is, did you see, like, the thing is, did you see after the verdict was read, like, how he was, like, how, how he was talking about the jury? Like, they were, like, the greatest jury he'd ever worked with in his entire life. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> no, but I believe it. Just, it. I, like it was like it was really like I don't know. It made me feel really weird because it's like 
okay, you just re- they just read out these whatever these four counts that was it four left or five left after the judge threw. You think he threw two out? I thought there was six initially, and he threw two there out. There were so seven was, initially. Okay, so there was five that he was that he was the verdict was being read out for. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it was read out, and fucking Kyle Rittenhouse is fake crying with his lawyer. Um, he uh, the the judge went on for like five minutes about like how the jury was. He respects them so much because they 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 took the case so seriously, and and um, he would love to work with them again in the future in four years when they're eligible again. And I'm just like, this is like I don't know. This is like the wrong time for this. <laughs> this is not uh, like supposed to be done as a judge, even if you have those feelings. Like, what the fuck? He did say I will I will point out that he did say that like aside from the verdict itself like the process of working with you was great like he wasn't saying that you you're, he wasn't approving their verdict but still mm-hmm. it just it just looked in poor taste to me that's what stuck out to me when i was reading the, the when i was watching the reading of the verdict it's just it's so funny because um people are like oh now do you feel like bad for or like against kyle rittenhouse and like he's crying now and like obviously you'd be crying in this situation like okay bitch <laughs> he's not are crying you now. fucking kidding me are, where are the tears? Where are the tears, Brenda? Where are the tears? Well, I don't think I don't think that it's necessarily that there's no waterworks that makes it me not believe him. Um, I think it's just that like if you take the whole package of like what you're seeing, like I can't even describe it. It's like he's like half hyperventilating, but then if you also look at like the structure of like what his face is doing, it just looks really fake to it me. It looks like it's falling apart. But it also could be, here's the thing that it could be, and then I thought about this too, is he seems like a like a like a really socially awkward kind of dude. So like maybe, maybe the idea of like crying on national TV, like I, I can't like it's that's tough, right? So like maybe it's just like uh, this like weird like psychosomatic reaction to like crying on TV or who knows, but to me, it doesn't look genuine. I'm gonna oh, no. put it that way. Literally, I like rewatched the uh, the video of him crying on the stand. And like he was like, oh no, 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 and then like he literally paused for half a second and looked at uh, his defense, and I'm 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 pretty sure he did this just for validation. That no, he he, didn't he off. look at the, he looked at the judge? No, he 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 did look at the judge, but I'm I'm and, saying and separate no, from that he looked at the defense. Yes, and do you know what that look said when he when he when he broke? It was like, are they buying it? Oh, it was like, yeah. I was like, okay, let me look and see like what like what's their face, what their facial reaction. Hundred percent. And then so it was like, like Kate, he broke character, and it was like. To the people out there that are like, would you be crying in this situation? Bitch, if I was Kyle Rittenhouse, no fucking shit I'd be crying. Because, bitch, I killed two people that wasn't self-defense. Sweetheart, it wasn't self-defense. Casey Anthony is free if you want to argue with me, depending on semantics of the fucking uh, criminal justice system of the U.S. But this was not self-defense, my dear. Um, If I literally went into that, I would think that I'm going to be sentenced to life in prison because I myself know that I'm fucking guilty. And if I was given the verdict of not guilty, no fucking shit I'd be crying. Anyone that is sane would fucking cry if there are two options that they were leaning towards. The one that they were leaning towards is fucking um, going to prison for the rest of your life. The other is being acquitted of all charges and having your life free. So, yeah, I'm going to be crying and surprised, although I, I don't know if he was actually I don't think he was fully surprised. No, I bet you his lawyers were telling him that you're fine when oh, they were deliberating. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it's so fucking ironic to me. It's so ironic to me. I don't know. There are people that I know that think that uh, it was self-defense. And I mean, I, I don't really have much to say to y'all because 
anyway um but yeah there's people i know that also think it was self-defense and and it actually kind of ticks me off i mean yeah you're entitled to your opinion but like i just i don't know yeah you're entitled to your wrong opinion um totally but did you see the picture that was taken after once he was in like the car going home no i didn't no no tears didn't even look like he had been crying just a full smile well, okay, and I want to talk too about the those two pieces of evidence that the judge excluded early on in the case, like the one of the video of him talking about how oh, if he had his gun, he'd shoot those mm-hmm. uh, those blacks that were. Well, it, the thing, and I don't know if you if you were able to find this out. So in the video that you sent me, yeah, uh, the lady's saying that they're just black people that were shopping. Okay, yes. So I saw on NBC they were saying that it's possible, like so. And I'd have to do more research into this, but he, they believed that those people were shoplifting. And I don't know what their evidence for that was. They don't. They, their evidence for that is that they were black. That's it. They were and holding bags. Was, they were literally holding bags. If you are shoplifting, you do not grab a fucking bag to carry your stuff in. You do not grab a grocery bag. You grab whatever you fucking want and you leave. That's what mm-hmm. happens if you're shoplifting. Mm-hmm. But hypothetical, hypothetical they're situ- jogging. They're not sprinting. They're not running. They're literally like walking fast slash jogging mm-hmm. as black people like mm-hmm. i don't understand why like and people's first for, instinct is to think that they're shoplifting for for listeners who are who don't know what we're talking about um there was a there was a i think it was a snapchat video right uh i don't know it was either snapchat okay. or like a camera so video it was know. a video of like i don't know how long before the the 15 kenosha, days 15 days before yeah. the kenosha shooting um there's a video of kyle with some people and they were watching these uh black people inside of a store who are either shopping or shoplifting um and he basically says if i had my gun right now i'd, I'd kill them yeah. um and the judge early on in the trial decided to exclude the evidence i, I i'm not exactly sure why um but it sounds stupid to me i mean it's very relevant very relevant extremely relevant and then did you hear about that other video of him beating up a 14 year old of the girl yeah mm-hmm. so they excluded that too mm-hmm. and that's it's very relevant because his character it's his character that like his i don't know that that could have been the greatest piece of evidence for the prosecution and the prosecution needed all the evidence that they could get because they're the lawyer was an idiot i'm oh, sorry like, so stupid i mean Kate, I, I, like you know what i take that back he wasn't an idiot he did a very poor job. Yes. Very poor job. Even if with the job that he did, Rittenhouse should still be in jail. I think, um, like, I don't think that. I mean, I agree. I agree. I don't think that the prosecute, like, the prosecution was not good at all. Um, but I don't think that they did a poor enough job to where Rittenhouse should not be convicted. I think no so, matter what, I think no matter what job the prosecution did, I think mm-hmm. even if the prosecution did the same job as mm-hmm. the lawyer that was um, the prosecutor in the Ahmed Arbery case, I think if if they did even as great of a job, if not better than them, that Rittenhouse would still be acquitted of all charges. I don't think it mattered how, so how well they did. I, I agree with you. I, I do agree with you. But I think I can I can pinpoint the day in the jury's eyes that that the prosecution lost the case. It was the day that they cross-examined Rittenhouse. He, oh, they lost, oh, they, oh, they lost yeah. the case that 100%. day. He should have tore him apart, but Rittenhouse won the exchange. I think uh, Rittenhouse only won because of the judge. The judge okay, gave the, so much the, leniency and allowed for so much to be uh, like said in front of the jury that we brought this up before that shouldn't have been. Like, okay, so, so yes, I agree with you, but I think that 
So he was obviously, and rightfully so, was well prepared for this line of questioning because he did really well when the when the when the prosecuting attorney was trying to trip him up. He was saying, "Okay, well, were you intending to kill them? Were you intending to use deadly force? Were you?" In, like he kept coming at him with the same types of questions. Yeah. And Kyle was like, "I was just trying to stop them. I was just trying to stop them. I, yes, I used deadly force. I didn't mean to kill them. I was just trying to stop them." Like he kept saying the same thing. Um, and I, I and honestly, he did a good job. But what I was going to say to you earlier, and we we're talking about the video of Kyle saying that he would, if he had his gun, he'd shoot those shoppers or whatever. Um, okay, hypothetical, hypothetical situation uh, debate. So let's say for just for our argument purposes, let's say they were shoplifting. Okay, that's still a reprehensible. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, that's still fucked up. Like, baby, like it doesn't matter if they were or weren't. That's exactly. still fucked up. <laughs> like. My dear, I walked out of a fucking Walmart one time and a lady was stealing makeup. Do you think I'm going to be like, oh, I wish I had my gun. I wish I had a gun. I wish I could shoot her. Bitch, no, that's not the consequences like that fucking uh, shoplifters get. And also, this is this is like goes without saying. But let's say these shoplifters were, were white. white. Would he want to bring? He wouldn't, would have he, want even, he wouldn't have even paid attention. He would have been gone. He wouldn't have even been looking their way. He would have he would have heard some alarms. He would have looked back and been like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" Seen the color of their skin, been like, "Oh, nothing's going on." All right, let's go. Let's go to McDonald's. Like, girl. Yeah, I agree. Like, oh my god, it's just it's so fucking it's just so fucking. And you know what? was also funny. Um, the party of compliance and this specific person of, oh, make sure you comply. If you, if you like, if you're not complying, then obviously please have a means to arrest you or to harass you or to assault you. Um, Ben Shapiro, did you, I, I told you what his profile picture was on Twitter, right? Yeah. It says, do not comply. The jokes just keep writing themselves at this point. It's just so fucking funny. Um, um, what do you think about, um, so it basically took the jury 24 hours to deliberate the case, which mm -hmm. is really short. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's, that's, that made me sad when I heard that. Just like right around 24 hours. I mean, it's, it, okay, like, of course this is like super shocking and I'm, I'm not like, okay, I don't know what to like, I don't know what emotion to uh, connect with this. It's not disappointment because it's expected. It's not like, obviously it's a sad situation. I was still um, angry. I expected oh, it, but 100%. I was still angry. Yeah. hundred percent. It's just, it wasn't shocking at all. It wasn't like surprising. I wasn't speechless. Like this was going to fucking happen. And, um, yeah, I just it's it's so fucking funny to me because there are women in prison right now that are in prison for self-defense, for defending themselves against sex trafficking, against their rapists, against sexual assault. And they're in prison because they've killed another person in self-defense and they don't have this leniency. Many of those many of those women are people of color. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's so oh, my God, it's just it's so fucking funny to me. It's so Fucking not. It's not even funny. It's just hysterical. It's a joke. It's like a complete fucking joke. And people that defend certain actions like straight up, even if I know them, it just puts such a bad taste in my mouth. And it makes me think 100% differently about you that you defend a person's actions like this, but you won't do the same for someone else. Like you're not you're just a hypocritical fucking stupid bitch. But I think that I think that what uh, what a lot of right wingers who think that he should have should have got got off of these charges think is they think that like they 
they won't phrase it in this way um but they think that like their approval for what he for him for what he did and for him to get off is backed by the fact that they don't think that those protests or riots whatever you want to call them should have been happening in exactly the they think that an a, like a just uh response or consequence for rioters is death they they value the they value the fucking um, stance of a tower more than a fucking person's life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what you'll think about this. Is like so I heard so apparently right after the jury or the the, the verdict was read out, um, they had like there was a bunch of police there. The national guard was on on hand. Like, do you not think like should that not have been a thing? Like January sixth. <laughs> like should should okay fine that too. But like that night, the night in Kenosha, like, 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 where, like, where, 100%. Like, you know, like, where were they then? You know, like, I don't know. It's just, it is baffling to me how, like, oh my God, he's just free of all charges. All charges. He ain't have no fucking consequences. And then it's just, it's so, it's so funny to me because um, so many people are like, oh, he's a kid. Yeah, no, baby, he's an adult. He's a fucking adult now. He's not a kid. He's an adult. Um, and even at the time he, of his crime, he was, a, he was a minor. Even at the time of his crime, he was seventeen. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like his brain doesn't function like fucking properly here. No, but for for semantics, he was a minor. Uh, that doesn't excuse his actions. It doesn't excuse his ap- actions, but but according to criminal law, he okay, held that's to a fine. Standard. That's that's fantastic, and he was tried as an adult as he should have been. Um, and when you're tried as an adult, you're viewed as an adult in this case. Because no, I agree. I'm just stating it. I agree. Oh yeah, you. I know. But like, a lot of people are like excusing all of his actions because of the fact that he was 17 at the time of his crime, which is so fucking ironic. Because the crime that he was committing, he was basically posing himself as an adult. Because guess what, baby, you need to be an adult to do what he did, and he did it illegally. And so, I just yeah, it it's. It's not, yeah, it's not surprising to me that, um, and I read a post about this. It was like, this this system is not broken. The system is intended, like, to work this way and is working exactly the way it was supposed to, which is extremely correct. It's a fucked up system, but it's working. Who said that? Uh, It was just a post that I saw. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it's it's working the way that it was supposed to work. Nothing's Mm going to change about this system. No, no, it's not. not. Do you see what Biden had to say about the jurors? I saw that he they his his office released a statement. I didn't see what he said. It was basically, um, I trust the the jury process, and this further proves the fact that I trust it. So he basically agrees with the verdict. You know what that is? That's, I, it, that's that's oh, I have the votes, so I'm going to turn on what I said before because see, he called Rittenhouse a white supremacist mm-hmm. and said that he should be in jail. I don't think that that's him saying I have the votes. I think that that's him trying to pretend like the system like. To believe in the system like you know what i mean it's kind of like a leader being like no like our system is just because then the the alternative would be like okay like i need like our system is fucked and i need to change it yeah it's like kind of like the american sort of like believe in the american way like i think that's that, i think that's why he said what he said yeah exactly it's fucked up but i think that's why he said it um so i i'm, I'm not going to take credit for this but i heard an opinion that i i'm interested in that said that basically that this situation will continue because of the combination of defense, like sort of self-defense law as it is, and then also like what they call it is liberal self-defense law and the com- a combination of ease of accessibility of guns. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, like this, like full judgment yeah. gives way to many other Kyle Rittenhouses that think that 
they can just murder someone and claim self-defense. Mm-hmm. They can put themselves in a situation where they're saying, oh, you know, I was just trying to defend myself when they're provoking and looking for danger, not looking for a way out or a way to keep themselves safe. Yeah. Um, and then they can just claim it. And many of them, many of them will get away with it. Many of them will get away with murder. And that's just, that's just the, sorry, many of the white ones will get away with murder. And that's just the way that the criminal justice system works. But yeah, I just, I don't know. There are uh, just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just sometimes baffling to, uh, to me that so many people argue like, oh, you know, like you don't know the facts about the case. You don't know this up, baby. You don't either. And it's not even an either. You just don't. Like, you have not seen the video, because if you have seen all the videos and all the evidence and all the videos that the judge did not want to be part of the trial, then you cannot argue self-defense, my dear. Even even if even if the videos weren't there that the judge took off the trial, even if that never happened, let's say this whole uh, um, grocery store thing that he was caught on video saying he wished he had his AR or whatever, even if that never happened, even if he didn't beat up a female, even if that never happened, not self-defense. Still not self-defense. Agree. Completely agree. Completely like, agree. it's just, it's it's heavily baffling to me that uh, people think it is. <laughs> and it's just like, there are videos out there that, that are like, oh, you know, like, this doesn't show anything about his character. We're not saying he's a good person, but it was self Like, no, no, <laughs> it was not. There's no but. Like, his character is shit. He should be locked up in prison for the rest of his life. Like, there's no but. There's just that. Well, the other thing, too, is that and apparently the prosecution knew this. I heard this recently is that they had a feeling going into the trial that their best chance at a conviction was the gun charge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So like that they were crippled, like basically before before the, the each side even presented their case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's something. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, remember the drone footage they got that came in like later on into the trial? Yes. So where where did that come from? Do you know? I have no idea. Because I was have like, no idea. It's like it's like military grade like this <laughs> drone footage. Like so they have like it's and it's also weird that like for a murder like I don't know like I'm trying to think of an example where like a mur- murders occur and they have like for trial multiple angles. Of yeah. It. You know, like, has it, like, that, I don't, that, that never happened. Like, not just about, like, you know, like, an intersection where, like, an intersection has, like, cameras and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you had get it on. Like, of course, that's normal. But, like, drone footage, videos and from, like, phone. multiple. Yeah. yeah, like, multiple sides of many people filming it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, that, that's kind of my first thought. I was, like, looking at it. And then I was, like, wait, why is, what, how, like, how does this a thing? Like, what the fuck? I was, oh yeah, I still, I, I still don't know. It was very confusing to me. Yeah, and I said this before, but I think that uh, the judge made a really big mistake by yelling at the prosecution in front of the in jury. front of the jury. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the judge is just a mistake as a person, but yeah, he was, um, he was, yeah, yeah. I bet you the defense probably pushed for him. Oh, of course, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, yeah. And you know how you were saying um, that most of the white ones will get will get off f- with self defense. Are you going to correct me and say all? No, I was going to say that. Um, well, some of the black ones wouldn't even stand trial because they'd be dead. 
Yeah, the way Kyle Rittenhouse had his hands in the air, they would have been shot. Yes. They'd be like, your hands are in the air. That's a weapon. Your finger, no, your fingers, your fingers look like a gun to me. Your fingers in the air. Honestly, you had a ring, you had a ring on your finger and that looked like a weapon. I thought that think, was a weapon. But think about this though, okay? So like, think think about that exact same situation. So Kyle Rittenhouse, he had his hands in the air, but he, but he had a semi-automatic weapon belted <laughs> to his chest. Very easily accessible. It's half a so second it's like, for him so to like, fucking grab that weapon and shoot. Yeah. So I'm saying if, if if there was a black person in a similar situation, had a semi-automatic gun at their chest, hands in the air, they're going to, they're like, it, it's, it's not up for debate. They're getting no. shot. Yes. And they're not getting shot once. <laughs> exactly. They will get shot by the police officer. They will be down on the ground, maybe even dead already. And the officer will take their gun that is around their fucking chest and shoot them more. That's what would happen. But, uh, yeah, I just, it's baffling to me that I'm, I'm, I, I've said this once and I will say this again. I am so thankful sometimes that I do not live in the U S so thankful. Like Canada isn't perfect by any means. I wouldn't even describe it as good, but it is fucking miles better than the States. Holy shit. Yeah, I think I think racially Canada's better, but Canada still has a long way to go. Too. Oh, hundred percent. I think the main problem with our justice system is like is is harsh sentences for brutal crimes. And I also think that there's just like a a, a pure and like very apparent unfavoring uh, against like people of color, especially like Native American or sorry, not Native Americans, but I mean technically they'd still be classified as Native Americans, would they not? I don't know. I would probably just call them indigenous people. Yeah, true. Indigenous peoples. Somebody was trying to uh, argue that Canadians are still like Americans. And I was like, no, no, that's not a thing. And they're like, yeah, well, you're from North America. I'm just like, hey, yes, you can say that we're North Americans because guess what? We're from the continent of North America, but we're not Americans. Like, Americans is specific to the United States of America, but this. This person uh, didn't seem to be very well educated. Did this per- does this person reside in the U.S. of A.? Uh, yes. No, oh, that, that that might be part of it. Uh, it. It is very much so part of that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I I talked about this. I'm not surprised that this was the outcome. Uh, obviously it should not have been, if you're going off of standard law, this should not have been the outcome, but unfortunately this is standard law in the United States of America with their criminal justice system. So obviously, um, this is dependent on what race the defendant is straight up. And luckily for Rittenhouse, he was born white, so he gets to get away with murder. Um, and he had a white judge too. I guess that's also another factor is the race of the judge. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but I I think that's I think that's less of a factor. The judge isn't deciding oh, yeah. the case, right? I mean, the judge can override it. He even talked about it. He said um, if the jury finds him guilty, he's going to look for a mistrial. The judge said that. Mm-hmm. When did he say that? Uh, he was talking about it with the defense. On what grounds? What do you mean? 
what grounds would he be seeking a mistrial? Was it the, was it the attacking his uh, well, no, right, cause, to, right to remain silent? Because obviously, as um, like a defense attorney, in certain cases, if like it's not going your way, you're going to seek a mistrial. The prosecution seeked a mistrial, I think, twice. Um, like like filed a motion or like or like tried to do fucked up shit in the trial. The defense. Well, either. Wait, what do you mean? Like, okay, what so did they do? What did they do? Well, the defense didn't do anything because they didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, in the works or talk of it. Okay. Um, and then the judge kind of played off of that, which is mm. so fucking ironic to me. Because but... I thought you were referring to the fact, like, when he was attacking his, like, right to remain silent, how that was, like, an obvious, he was just trying to force a mistrial. Oh, no, no, no. I think um, one of the prosecution's uh, motions for a mistrial was because of the fact that the judge would not take in critical evidence related to the case. And that's, so he, he wanted, which is a very... That's quite valid. Exactly, which is a very valid... But obviously, like, that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah. And then, of course, this judge was caught making remar- or like racist remarks against Asians, had Trump's fucking inauguration song as his fucking ringtone. But yeah, he's a Democrat, am I right? I still can't get over that. Yeah, I just... Yeah. It's so fun. So fun living nowadays. I just, I love it. I love, I love it. I just, I love it so much. Should we move to the next one? I guess so. So I'll leave this one out. Good. Um, so a pro tennis player, Chinese tennis player named Peng Shui. Uh, I don't know the exact timeline, but within the last week, uh, tweeted on not tweeted, sorry, posted on Chinese social media because like Facebook, I'm pretty sure Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat are all banned in China, but they have like their own sort of regulated social media. So she posted on her social media account uh, accusing a former vice premier of uh, the Chinese Communist Party of sexual assault. Um, 30 minutes later, her account was deleted and she wasn't, she basically wasn't seen for days after that. Um, she, there was a statement released by, I think it was somebody in the Chinese communist party on her behalf. Um, let me just, I just don't want to get this wrong. Um, Chinese officials released statements saying she is fine. And essentially the post wasn't created by her and the allegation is not true. Um, yeah, so basically that proved nothing. And then there was a, a, a break that happened yesterday that I mentioned to Justin. Basically, she was seen yesterday having dinner in a rest restaurant in Beijing with her coach and a bunch of her friends. And that was posted by uh, editor-in-chief of the Communist Party of China's, so the official newspaper of the Communist Party of China. Um, so that proves, so that, I think the only thing we can derive from that video is that she's alive. We don't know if she's making her own choices. We don't know if she is safe. We just know she's alive. Apparently she's on like a video call today. Oh, some okay. Sort. Yeah. I saw like an article about that. It was like, let me let me see. Let me see. Uh, said she is safe in a video call. And then I guess the International Olympic Committee said that. Yeah. Olympic officials say they've made contact. Yeah, but the IOC is trying to uh, sweep it under the rug so bad because they don't—they want the Olympics to go ahead. They don't want oh yeah countries boycotting it. They don't want to have a reason to have to pull it from China. 
Um, the IOC is trying so hard to look the other way on this. That doesn't sound like a, a big company. Wow. I'm very surprised. But yeah, I just want to clarify because obviously we're going to be posting this episode in a couple weeks. So uh, according to w- this article that I'm reading, um, this allegation happened November 2nd. Uh, so I think, uh, I hope I'm saying this properly, but Weibo is the social media service they have in China. Yeah, right, right. And that was where it was posted. And then on here, you said it was her account that was deleted, but I, all that I've seen in the articles was that it was the post that was deleted 20 minutes okay. after it being okay. uploaded. I heard it was the post, it was basically her account that was wiped, like her, it was, it's not there anymore. But... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But like, yeah, people had like screenshots of it, which obviously... Um, but the only the only real like regulatory body that's taking any sort of hardline stance is the uh, is the WTA tennis. Uh, they're saying that they're basically not going there anymore until this is sorted out. Uh, a lot of a lot of her colleagues in the tennis world are are trying are standing behind her. But basically, like um, there's a lot of rhetoric around like like I would love this. Like I would love Canada to boycott the Chinese Olympics. Uh, I would love it, but. Oh, the only thing that's being really being discussed right now, I hear, is a diplomatic boycott, which just means that like Trudeau and Biden and people won't go to China for the Olympics, which who really cares? Like that's not really yeah. doing anything. But I think so. Well, from what I hear, especially the West, they're very, very tentative to uh, to take a hardline stance for a bunch of reasons, because they, they view it as Chinese with their own citizen for one. So like we won't get involved kind of thing. Second, just economic repercussions. Like China has a lot of power. Yeah. And then I'm reading this thing here. It says, uh, it was kind of mentioned before, but it says on the 17th of November, Chinese state media outlet, China Global Television Network released an email allegedly written by Pang to chief executive of WTA, our Women's Tennis Association, uh, Steve Simon, which stated that she was resting at home and that her allegation of sexual assault was not true. And that she was not missing, as she was still considered missing. But, uh, oh yeah, and the, uh, this email also criticized the WTA for releasing what it claimed was unverified information about Pang without her consent. Uh, the authenticity of the email was cast in doubt, with many pointing out that a typing cursor appears to be visible on the screenshot of the email. Mm interesting uh he reiterated that paying sexual assault allegation must be investigated with full transparency and without censorship he also threatened to withdraw w- uh yeah wta tournaments in china until sexual assault allegations made by Pang are properly addressed yeah and then uh the international tennis federation later said in a statement that it was committed to player safety and supports an investigation into the whereabouts of Pang. I still, I from what I've seen, I mean, I haven't looked at too many of the uh, articles from today. Um, I wonder where, so she was, you said she was with her coach and then some friends or was it some other players on the team? Yeah, I'd say, well, from what I read, it was her tennis coach and then a few of her friends. Okay. Yeah, because this was just like a video call, so it's not even like confirming a full location. Mm. Do you think she's free? Um, No. Neither do I. 
Uh, I think they're probably threatening her life or her family's life 100%. if she doesn't comply. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and she, I actually think she might even be a political prisoner when she's not making appearances. She might be the same thing that was happening to the two Michaels. She might just be in a in a tiny ass cell. Yeah, but I think too that like Chinese like so obviously communist communism right like it's it's all about like this like the state's reputation globally right but i think that china it's a it's a little bit different than like let's say like the soviet union back in the day is because like other communist states they inspire compliance through like violence and extreme authoritarian practices but we're, we're with china it's a little bit different they they so they, they do use obviously authoritarian things like example would be like the covid the covid stuff when when um wuhan was was getting basically all of wuhan was getting infected they were literally locking people up mm -hmm. but there's a there's a little bit more of um citizens want to comply more than other communist places because of the chinese communist party's reputation of bettering the average citizen's life like i think i've said this to you before off camera but like statistically speaking no country has pulled more people out of poverty in the last 50 years in China. Yeah. So I think that the average citizen really believes in the country and what the government's doing. So they are willing to look the other way on a lot of different stuff. Um, so that's a problem too. hundred percent. Like, I mean, North Korea, right? Like they, a lot of people, they have to literally keep them, like keep them from fleeing. Uh, you don't hear a lot of that coming out of China. No one really wants to leave. Yeah, I, it's just, it's such like a, like, I, I honestly, like, I hadn't heard this before you had told me, like, that you wanted to talk about it. And I think, I think the, the most common thought is, yeah, she's being basically held prisoner. No matter, like, the way that you look at it, because uh, it's unfortunate, like, that things like this still come down to, like, being political, but, like, people on the left are obviously concerned for her safety, and most likely won't believe a lot of things because it's just like, I don't know, it's just a commonality to think that the Chinese government or even the Olympic Committee or Committee, Jesus Christ, Committee is uh, like hiding something and that she's not safe. But um, <laughs> a lot of right wing people are like, oh, yeah, no, she's definitely not safe because it's China. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, just—it's funny. It's—it's it's really ironic to hear that kind of. I've heard it actually yeah. a couple times. It's just really ironic to hear that kind of explanation. Like you're not actually concerned about her. You're just connecting it to the fact that she's in China. You're not like if this was if this were anywhere else, you wouldn't care. You wouldn't give a shit. But the thing that pisses me—well, two things. The, the thing that pisses me off about like that. You're right about the right wing opinion. But the thing that pisses me off is like, for example, like Trump. Like he would take this like public stance about how China was so bad, but he, he was doing business with them the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the Democrats will 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 be more transparent about their their feelings towards China. Like they yeah. want to work. They want to work with them, but they're cautious about it. Yeah. Where with China, like Trump is is talking all the shit about them, but yet he's still like borrowing money from them. He's still buy, still buying goods from them. Well, I mean, like, look at his trade deal with China. Like, he fucked, like, he got fucked by that trade deal. And probably still wanted me, like, that was, I don't know, that was just, you just, I, 
a lot of people knew that was going to happen and it happened and it wasn't shock like well to to some it wasn't shocking to others it was like wow they we really didn't expect this to happen but no he got butt fucked by that trade deal and uh that is a heavy reason as to like i don't know there were just like it's like a domino effect with trump as to why he was a fucking horrible horrible president and that was part of the reason like this was like i don't know from what i've heard about it from like uh experts that were talking about it they were just like this wasn't like a hard trade deal like this was a hard trade deal to fuck up as much as trump did and he fucked up and uh i mean it's not shocking like he's not a politician he's a fucking businessman and he's a horrible businessman i don't think you can say he's a horrible businessman i mean i'm saying it he didn't i i just yeah I, if I, bitch, if many people had a small loan of a million dollars and the chances that he did to build a business, not only would they do it, they would do it better than him. He didn't just build a business. He built an empire. With, uh, with he didn't, okay, he did not do that by himself. I know that majority he came from, of the work that I know was that done. He came from a rich family. I no, know that. I, yeah, even if, like, majority of the work that was done in said empire was not even his doing. Maybe he, I'd have he to... just was in charge of it because he was given that position at an early age. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to do more research into that. But just like knowing what I know, I, I, I would have trouble saying that he is not a good businessman. And I mean, even if like he should not be a politician, like no, just because you're a good businessman, agree with that. like there are people that are like, oh, yeah, like he should be because he's a good businessman. That's not a correlating factor. Like mm -hmm. that doesn't make any well, sense at all, because. Like, you know, what if you look at politics as a business, you've already lost unless you're Republican. Well, you know what Obama said that, like, he said, like, where his like sort of uh, campaign started towards the in the primaries for the Republican Party. Hmm. He said that it was when he was accusing Obama of being like not born in the U.S. Wait, what? When he you was just, saying you just said Obama. Oh, shit. When Trump was accusing Obama of not being born in the U.S., when he was saying produce your birth certificate. Produce your birth certificate. Prove it. That's like when he gained notoriety in the political scene. Yeah. And so like he and that's how he started out. He started out with like this outlandish accusation. Right. And the right ate it up. Right. And he, so he just kept them coming. That was like that's like a literally a microcosm of his entire presidency. Oh, like, absolutely. Absolutely. That's just I, I remember that's it's just so funny because uh, I can't remember what show that was doing this. I'm pretty sure it was like the Trevor Noah show. But they would go out to like Trump rallies and ask them questions and just kind of like fuck around. And then uh, there was one lady talking about it. Like, we need proof that he was from here and that he's been living here for whatever. And then uh, he was like, OK, if you were given that proof and you found that he was from here, what like what would you do? And she's like, I wouldn't believe it because he's not from here. And then he's like, yeah, exactly. Like, how can you tell? Like his birth certificate isn't going to prove anything. She's like, exactly. And he's like, so uh, why do you believe it with Trump, even though he's never shown any, any documents? And she's like, because he's been here forever. And then he's like, so you, you, you know that he's been here since he was a child? You know what he looked like as, as a child and that he was here on these grounds? And then she's like, well, everyone knows it. E and nobody questions it. And then, like, he just kind of, like, looks over at the camera. <laughs> but it's just so fucking funny dude these are the same people that think that uh america has like a fucking official language dude that reminds me of um uh when uh when the rick mercer show used to be on and on cbc when he'd like he'd go ask americans just like random questions but he'd like ask them leading questions so like he'd be like how do you feel that like canada uses a 32 hour clock and they'd be like yeah i know that's ridiculous i can't believe it and there's another one where he was like 
we want to congratulate Canada on their first paved road. And he's like, they're like, congratulations, Canada. This is so great. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I've definitely seen the paved road one. That's so fucking funny. That's so fucking funny. I used what to think, like, there was something that was said to me as a child. I was very young. This is one of my, my first memories. And um, I was basically told that, like, half an hour was 20 minutes. Wait, who told you that? Um, I can't remember who. I think it was somebody in my family. But, like, I literally was so young that I was like, yeah, half an hour is 20 minutes. And then I was told that it was 30, like, not too long after. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, why would you say that? Why would you lie to me about that? It's 20 minutes. But I still don't know, like, <laughs> like what the fuck? You know what's funny is, um, you know, like, um, so you know how when you, when you go on road trips or whatever, like with your family when you're young and you're like, it's like, how are we there yet? Are we there yet? Mm -hmm. So like my parents, what they always used to say to me is they'd be like, so I, they would never say like, oh yeah, half hour. How I denoted time would always be how many episodes of Power Rangers. Oh so they'd be God. Like, so they'd be like five more Power Rangers. And I'd be like, okay. Like I I, I I get what that means. What uh what Power Rangers was it? Do you remember? Uh, like the first ones. Oh, like the okay, like the like original. Like the first ones. ones. Dude, I was so obsessed. So obsessed. I like watched Dino Charge for a bit just because like James Davies. Mm. I think so I still have a bunch looking. of VHSs, a bunch of Power Rangers VHSs. Yeah, they took a Dino Charge off of Netflix. Mm. I found out because I was like, oh, let's watch another episode after like a couple months of not watching it, and then I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess. But one thing I wanted to say earlier is when I when I when I mentioned to you that I wanted to talk about Peng Shui, like I literally I 100% thought she was dead at that point. 100% oh, thought yeah, she was of dead. course. That's that's yeah, that's definitely like a a very good possibility in this case. I mean, you like, I mean, well, I guess she was seen in public. I was gonna say if if it was just the video call and like maybe yeah. everything was through like phone, I would still think that she was dead. Yeah, if and it was just that like statement. A, yeah, they were pulling like a jigsaw esque kind of yeah. like yeah video and voice memo thing. And then just pretending that she was alive. Mm -hmm. But should we move on? I guess so. You wait, before we move on. Have you like? Do you go on TikTok now often that you have it? Uh, not since the first day. But I get all these push notifications now that irritate me. Why? Wait. Why do you get them? Like, what? What do they say? Is it just like somebody posted a video? Or... Yeah, it'll just be like it'll just be like some sort of like whatever their caption is for their video. Um, but it's not even like people that I follow. It's just like random shit. Um, but I under okay. So here's the thing: I now understand how someone could spend a shitload of time on that because it's like it's literally the app is designed to keep you watching videos. Oh yeah, exactly. Like so, I could understand how you could burn like two hours on that. I, like, super easy. Before I got TikTok, I was like, I'm never getting TikTok. Like that's so cringe. Me too. And then it's so annoying because now I'm on TikTok like a lot of time, and it's just like, it's so annoying. But there's this one TikTok of this guy that does like an acting challenge. So he's like, I'm the blue line, you're the red line, and then he gives you like a script that you read off of, and. He's like, he's like a prime example of, and it's just so funny because this is so like unrelated to what anything that we're talking about with the exception of it being on TikTok. But um, he's like, he's decent looking. Like in terms of like looks on a scale of one to 10, I'd probably give him like a six, six and a half, maybe a okay. seven on a good day. But he, his voice is so fucking hot. Like, holy fuck. Fuck, he has what are we talking? Voice. Are we talking deep voice? Like, what um, are we no, I'll send you the video after, but no, not like a deep voice. It's just like a, a fucking sexy voice. Like his voice is a 10. 
at an 11, it carries that fucking seven up to fucking like nine. But it is, mm, it is proof that people with fucked up hairlines can still be attractive. It gives me hope as a 23 year old. And for those of you who, I feel like we should explain the reference. So um, Justin always makes fun of me for my nose. So like there was one day at work and like, uh, I didn't mean it as an insult, but he took it as one. So I was Bitch, like- anyone would, it sounds so bad. So, but I, I, I actually meant it as like, yeah, don't worry. It's not a big deal kind of thing. But like, I was like, yeah, you don't really, you don't have anything wrong with you, except like you just have a little bit of a receding hairline. And oh man, he like, it's like I punched I him in the face. I literally, like, I, I was like, I can't remember. I, I think I was reacting to the fact that you were like, yeah, I can't think of anything wrong with you. And then I was like, oh my. And then you were like, except for your hairline's receding a bit. And I was like, no, oh but my. I didn't say it like that. Wait, okay, well, you said it. You didn't say it the way that you just said it. No, I did. I totally said no, it like that. No, I was like, yeah, you just have a bit of a receding hairline. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I said. No, I'm pretty sure you said. I will uh, fight your you on this. I will fight you on this, Jordan. I'll fucking. I'll win. fight you on this. That's, I remember fucking, it. No, don't even, bitch. You do not fucking remember it. Take that back because you don't remember shit from Dude, that long Dude, you're ago. pulling some Trump shit. You're I'm just not like, pulling some you're Trump shit. You're rewriting the history. I'm not but... rewriting history. I'm not rewriting history, baby. That's what you said. I'm writing the history because that's the history that needs I'm to be I'm not going to yell at you on the podcast anymore, but Good, you're wrong. because I don't want to edit the audio <laughs> of your fucking stank ass, Pinocchio ass yelling at me. See, you hear what I have to put up with, people? Yeah, you hear what you have to put up with? This fucking, this fucking you out on your lies, your Trump this fucking lies, ball your fake bitch. news. You fucking, you're, you're the epitome of Trump's tweets. But yeah, he literally called me or he said that I have a receding hairline. He said that my hairline's disgusting and I should never, ever be proud of it. And I will never, ever get into a relationship with somebody because I have such a disgusting and nasty hairline. And I'm a vile person and I'm gay and I'm queer and he hates me. But I literally was like reacting to him being like, oh, like, uh... yeah, I can't think of anything wrong with you besides. And then he literally so I was like, oh, my God, that's. That's that was literally his reaction. That uh, that was true. He would you just like you just stared at me for like five minutes, and then you were like, "That's not meant to be mean," even though I'm I'm sure you've heard about it. And I was like, "Is that right, Pinocchio? Is that right? It's not meant to be mean." But um, yeah, that's so so fucking funny. And then remember your face off joke. <laughs> <laughs> That joke was so fucking funny. Wait, how did you say it? How I can't remember how you said I that. I think one. it was like I think it we were insulting each other like mm-hmm. usual, and then I was like, I think we were talking to each other. So be yeah, yeah. So then I was like, Have you ever seen the movie Face Off? And you're like, No. And I'm like, You should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, no, no, I think we were talking about it before, and then you explained the movie to me and how they like switched faces, and then you brought it up again. It's just so fucking funny. What's like the funniest thing that I've, I think you've said this before, but I can't remember what it was. I've, like, I remember, it I remember, I remember telling you that's like the best, the funniest thing you've ever said, but I don't remember what it was. Right. Either. Yeah. There's just so much content to go off of. I just don't know which one to choose with you. It's more easy because it's only a selective few, but, uh, mm, okay. Mm, mm, um, Oh, yeah. And then there was this other guy on TikTok that I found and I looked at him and I literally got the gut feeling. I was like, I could do like a just a five minute time time timestamp of research 
and I could find out that you're a conservative. And I was right. You're right. I, just, I found him on Instagram. I mean, he has his Instagram connected, but I clicked it and then I looked at his following feed and he's following PragerU, which is a fu- like this fucking company that's like committed to ending abortion by victimizing females and not actually doing anything to uh, contribute to ending abortion. Uh, and then he's fucking following like conser- this, this one account that's called Conservative Values. And their mm. pronouns are N-E slash V-E-R. So, like, never. So, I mean, at least they have pronouns. You, okay. So, I'm going to piggyback. Before we go into the next topic, I want to piggyback a little bit on something. I love piggyback. I literally just thought about um, getting piggybacked by somebody. Conversation piggyback. Not a, not a physical one. Well, still. Um, so, apparently, like, so they were, they were talking about this on Rogan the other day. Apparently, I guess uh, Microsoft released, like, this super fucking woke ad the other day. Mm-hmm. And it was, like. So it was like, um, so each person would be like, um, I don't want to fuck this up, but they'd be like, you know, like I'm, I'm Joe, I go by his, him, blah, 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 blah. And then, so it'd be like, they'd introduce themselves like that. And then like, as it got further along, like it got even, it got even more woke. Like, so they'd say, they'd say their pronouns. And then this one girl was like, we are on the unceded lands of, and then started listing off like 20 different tribes. Did Microsoft like, do this? I'm assuming. Yes, Microsoft. And like, you forgot, like, you forgot. I listened to it and it's like, you forgot that it was Microsoft. You're like, literally, I, is this just like an ad for wokeness? Like, was the ad just for people to like, get Microsoft or like, get like. I, I honestly don't even remember that part. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, you know what? I, I don't want to, I'm going to quickly do a Google search. Why don't you why don't you explain the next topic while I look this up? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so yeah, the next topic we're going into is the case of Julius Jones. Um, I feel like this has gained a lot of relevance as of recently, but I'll give kind of the details of his case and then I can, I'll go into why it's more relevant um, after I explain. But um, yeah, Julius Jones was convicted of I think wasn't it just first degree murder? Of, I think so, uh, yes. Of, uh, I think his name was Paul Howell, I think. Yeah, Paul yes. Scott Howell. Um, so basically, this is what happened. Uh, Howell was a businessman who was shot to death uh, while sitting in his GMC Suburban, which was parked in the driveway of his parents' home in Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, this was all the way back in 1999. This was July 28th of 1999. So apparently, uh, Howell's daughter, her name is Rachel, she was sitting in the backseat of the car and she says she remembers seeing Jones approach the car before shooting her father in the head. Um, Howell's sister, Megan, also testifies that uh, she saw Jones shoot her brother. And then uh, the murderer in this case then left in Howell's suburban. I'm going to say, even before I get into this, so uh, Jones was originally sentenced to death. This was back in 2002. Why do I feel like people have done worse? Sorry. Let me. I know what you're going to say. Let me. Uh, why do I feel like white people have done worse and just get like life sentences? If that. If not just 25 years or 50 years. In, like, I, I just, I don't know. 
Sorry, why don't they get Yeah, life like, sentences? it's just like, well, I mean, okay. sorry. But, but, not, I'm not actually asking. I know exactly why they don't get life sentences. But I just find it very, okay, like, You do realize that a life sentence is actually not as bad as, like, 50 years, right? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, uh, Jones was sentenced to death. Yes. So I'm so, saying. Oh, so why didn't yeah, you just get a life sentence? Exactly. Or, like, 50 years. Or 75 years or whatever. Okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, so. There's been a lot of controversy around this case because a lot of people argue that there's not enough evidence to convict him. And the fa the basic fact that uh, one in every 10 people on death row are later found to be innocent could have very much relevance to this case. Um, so this has come kind of back to light. I, didn't, I wouldn't even say back to light. This has just kind of uh, gained more attention recently because Jones was scheduled to be executed three days ago on the 18th. Well... It'll be more than three days ago by the time this episode is up. Uh, but the... I just... Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Four hours before his scheduled execution, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt uh, commuted his sentence to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, trying to find more... So so basically, the, uh, the defense of Jones and Jones himself and his family, they are saying that i guess there there's a uh, a so-called partner in this and they're saying that it's the partner that did it and the partner slept over at jones's house that night and that's where all like the evidence of the fact that the gun was later found in his home and uh as was there's like a fuck i need to find it but there's like a, a headband or something that was also found in his home oh here we go uh Witnesses at the time reported seeing a black man with a red bandana and one to two inches of hair showing between his ear and stocking cap shoot Howell. Jones had a shaved head at the time. Uh, police found the murder weapon wrapped in a red bandana in the Jones, sorry, in the Jones's family home. Uh, Jones and Jordan were ultimately arrested and indicted for first degree murder and conspiracy to commit a felony, which is the stolen suburban. Um, I'm trying Indicted. to find in oh sorry sorry i just see the word and i go off the word i get it i literally know that too uh, i know that jordan i'm trying to find the full name of uh jordan christopher jordan i think that's i think that's his name that i think that's his name too do you know that he had an alibi for the night of the murder um wasn't his family yeah, he was at his sister's place. Yeah. Dinner. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Jones and his family have maintained that he was eating dinner and playing games at home with his family on the night of the murder. And here's here's a little fun part that, that we're going to read here. Um, so it says Jones also stated that Jordan spent the night at Jones's house on the evening of the murder and maintains that Jordan planted evidence framing Jones for the murder, which is a complete possibility. Both of the, I'm pretty sure both of the men were arrested in uh, in the home. Obviously, it's a possibility. Um, according to Jones, the officer who arrested him called him the N-word and dared him to run, implying that if he did, the officer would shoot him. Also, attention white people. Guess what I just did? I just read a quote from an article that contained the N-word, and I did not have to say the version <laughs> of the N-word. We can do that, because guess what? It's called the N-word, which I have now stated four or five fucking times. Anyway, besides the point. Um, 
let me just see here. Christopher Jordan, who was the co-defendant, entered a plea agreement with the state in which he confessed to being the getaway driver. He received a 30-year... Where am I? There I am. Sorry. He received a 30-year prison sentence for murder and conspiracy under the condition that he testify against Jones. During the trial, neither Jesus Christ, neither Jones nor his family testified, and the defense team did not bring up his alibi. Wow, I'm shocking. Shocking. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Jones's public defender, David McKenzie, later stated that this was because he had personally concluded that the alibi defense was untrue. Anyway, uh, 11 out of the 12 jurors at the trial were white. One juror allegedly referred to Jones as an N-word with the hard R. Again, attention white people, we can do that. We can do that. Uh, one juror alleges, or sorry, one juror alleges another. What? Hold on. Why is this weird? What the fuck? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh my god, I was like reading two separate lines. It like the line ended, and then I went to a different line, and I just skipped a line. My bad. Uh, so apparently, one of the jurors said that another juror uh, called for Jones to be lynched outside oh, of the courthouse. Lovely. Um, which basically, if y'all don't know what lynch means, it's basically just like a, a scrutinized killing by like a group. Um, well, predominantly, a, predominantly well, done against black people, and I feel like it's like it's like a mob mentality, yeah. public execution, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jones was found guilty and sentenced to death in two thousand two. Um, sorry. Had to take a breather there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in 2014, Christopher Jordan was released after serving 15 years in prison for driving the getaway car in Howell's murder. He has allegedly admitted to at least... Wait, what? Oh, to at least three others that he shot Howell and framed Jones. Uh, David McKenzie, who again was Jones's public defender at the time, later acknowledged he gave ineffective counsel in a 2008... I don't know how to say this word, and this word has appeared twice, and I've skipped it the first time, but, like, I can't skip it now because I can't think of a word that relates to it. What's it? Affidavit? Yeah, affidavit. That's how how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, I literally don't think I've ever seen that word before. Do do you know what that is? Um, I I can tell you what it is. Is it, like, a... I'm assuming it's some sort of, like, uh, personal kind of account or, like... So, yeah, it's, like, it's a sworn personal statement okay yeah so like it's like you're under oath basically if you if you give an affidavit so uh he detailed five major failures he made in the trial uh here we go in in 2017 a dna test linked jones to the red bandana that was found wrapped around the murder weapon found in his family so that's honestly not i feel like that's not like full proof i still i i because like if like you could have both people wear the bandana and like i don't know uh it's just anyway uh la, 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 let me see in march 2021 oklahoma county district attorney david prater wrote a letter to the parole board in which he objected to commutation based on jones's extensive criminal history jones's legal team responded saying that much of what is in this letter is uncharged accusations he ignores the fact that three people came forward and said that christopher jordan confessed to them that he committed the murder um yeah, there's like this is all like post conviction stuff. 
uh here we go i'll just go into like what was kind of uh said about it recently so on november 11th 2021 five republican lawmakers that's when you know that you you that's when you know this case is (laughs) fucked up is when republican lawmakers even agree that this case is fucked up anyway uh five republican lawmakers i'm not going to stay say their names, uh, released a joint statement asking the governor to accept the Oklahoma pardon and parole board's clemency recommendation. Uh, there were all, okay, just mentioned other, it mentions other people, including the American Conservative Union that also asked the governor to grant Jones clemency. More than 6.3 million people signed a change.org petition requesting that Jones not be executed. Uh, the Howell family asked that the execution move forward anyway uh governor stitt met separately with- okay but the, but the thing is right is like okay so uh, but i can i can i can understand that i just want to say that i don't know if i can i i honestly don't know if someone killed your family member you're mo- if you're you don't know that true. they're the killer okay but are you when thinking- there's multiple are- account yes absolutely are, are you absolutely. thinking rationally or do you want blood this is 20 years later. No, I know, but it doesn't make it any better. No, I'm saying that this is 20 years later. This isn't like heat of the moment. No, but I like, know, but you, it doesn't make it any better. If you know that, what do you mean it doesn't make it any better? That they killed I'm somebody? Saying, I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying that it's not going to make them make them less want revenge for it just because it's 20 they years They don't later. know who they're getting revenge after, though, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're not still going to be heartbroken and want somebody to pay for their actions. Obviously. I, I think they're less likely to be thinking super intellectually about like, oh, is this person that we are for the last 20 years thought kill their family member did it? Like, are they, is that their main goal to like save and like, it's it's not, I, I don't think it is anyways. But to not just, kill an innocent person, potentially innocent person. You're not, you don't get I mean, they, they anyways, don't just sound, go on. It's not they important. don't sound like a, I mean, well, I'm not going to go into how they sound like fucking idiots, but like, yeah, obviously you're going to want your cameras blurry. Oh, how do I fix that? Uh, it's fine now. Okay. Um, obviously, after no matter how much time has passed, you're going to want repercussions and justice for something like that. That happens to your brother, your father, like your family member, your friend, whatever. But if you have full knowledge that the person that is potentially being sentenced to death has a chance of being innocent and it could be another person and you still want this person sentenced to death that's not revenge that's like i don't even know what to classify that as yeah but they um, but they can't think rationally about like they probably just think that this person's just trying to get out of being of being put to death right they're not thinking like oh like I mean, this isn't like a personal thing, though. Like I, like I just said, that three people came forward and said that uh, Jordan came up to them and and like said that he framed Jones for the murder and that he was the one that shot him. It's not like it's not like it's just. If this would be a different story if this was just Jones maintaining his innocence. No, I get what you're saying. I just have I just have a little bit of empathy for them. That's all I'm saying. Oh well, I mean, I have empathy. I just I of a thing where it's like, hey, like you are asking for the execution of a man that you know has a potential to be innocent and that didn't kill your father instead of like we're okay also let's not like a lot of people are thinking that oh like they're just because like it's not just he's executed or he's off the hook like that's not just like the difference here 
He's either executed or, as he has been now, sentenced, sentenced to life in prison. It's not like a Kyle Rittenhouse situation. But is that actually going to happen? Because they're not saying, he's not saying, oh, I want a reduction in my sentence. He's saying I didn't fucking do it. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I mean, the American justice system, do you think they're going to let yeah, him but, off the hook? But how, how does that make any sense for them to be like, okay, yeah, we won't put you to death. But we'll, like, we, we fucked up. So we'll just give you life. Like, what? The, what? Because it's the American. Yeah, I know. Because it's But the also, you, you do realize that if, if they, if for some reason they decide to give him life instead of put him to death, like he's, I'm pretty sure he's eligible for parole, like, like not too far in the future. His sentence is literally life imprisonment. With no, you're eligible for parole. No, you're, you're eligible Jordan, for there parole. is a sentence where you do not become eligible. Well, then how come in the Larry Nasser case? How because come that the... was a because that was a different. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a completely different charge. That's not first degree murder, Jordan. So life sentences in murder cases have, are different like, than. Okay, yeah, I didn't are, know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um. Yeah, criminal penalty, life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Um, yeah, in this case, in, in his case, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's not a thing, which is why the judge acted in. Okay, fair enough. Um, Anyways, go on. Governor Stitt met separately with Howell's family and Jones's defense team, but did not meet with the Jones family. <laughs> wow, that is, I'm so shocked. Um, here we go. Okay, this is about the commutation. So on November 18th, that's so funny. That's my dad's birthday. Fuck that bitch. Um, Governor State uh, commuted Jones's sentence to life. I'm oh, sorry, commuted Jones's sentence to life without parole. Uh, less than four hours before a scheduled execution. As a condition of clemency, Stitt ordered that Jones will never be eligible for a further commutation or pardon for the rest of his life. Uh, it is rare for death row inmates to be uh, granted clemency by an Oklahoma governor with only four having occurred prior to Jones. Three, bro okay, this doesn't, uh, three by Brad Henry and one by Frank Keating. That doesn't really play in relation to the case. Um, Hmm. Anyway, uh, following the decision, Jones's family thanked Governor Stitt for sparing Jones from execution, but also acknowledged they would keep fighting for his release. Jones's mother uh, praised God and Governor Stitt and issued a statement saying, I still believe that every day Julius spends behind bars is an injustice and I will never stop speaking out for him or fighting to free him. But today is a good day. Um, I'm not saying the next part of this because I don't fucking annoying i don't know okay this annoys the fucking hell out of me actually why is this a part of this article like this says that kim kardashian also sent out a series of tweets thanking the governor I, for i found sentence. i found that why too. is this relevant to the article be, be, like okay okay it might not be relevant to the article but i think it's relevant in the case of like that's what kim kardashian's been doing recently there right? are many other celebrities that do the same thing mm -hmm. and it's just like bitch i hear you i hear you i they it annoys the fuck out of me when like that, like this has no relevance at all to okay. this fucking case. So, okay. I want to jump in on here too. I have a couple points. So I already mentioned that he had an alibi. So that's like, that's like big. That's like. Oh, alibi is like basically the biggest thing in a case. That, yeah. That's like, that's like the case is over. Yes. Okay. So there's a couple things. Okay. So jury selection. Did you read about jury selection in the. Well, they had the 11 white people. Okay. But not just that. The judge ex excluded numerous blacks because they had either committed crimes or been victims of crimes, but he didn't do the same for the white jurors. Shocking. So, so, so that's fucked. 
And the second thing is there's a large, there's a, there's a theory that the defense threw the case because apparently the defense was fucking pathetic. It was like they weren't trying. I mean, yeah, that follows suit with how this fucking case is reading to be, to be have, Jesus Christ, how the fuck do I put that into words? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to put that into words. I was going to say to be have gone, that <laughs> to have been gone, but, um, yeah, that follows suit to what this case is looking like from how it's described on multiple articles. Did you also hear too? I think this is this is interesting, and it's not it's not really relevant to the case, but it's I thought it was interesting. So I was I was I was reading about like the background, the back. What's the fellow's name who they say who's on death row right now? Something Julius Jordan. Jones or Christopher Jordan? Sorry, Julius Jones. Julius Jones. Um, he. Uh, th- the thing about Julius Jones was, so he he was an exceptional high school student. Like he had high three levels GPA. He received a scholarship to a post-secondary institution. And then at some point, his behavior just changed. He started hanging out with criminals. He started committing crimes, multiple arrests. So, I mean, it's not really relevant to the case, but I found that that odd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like a full change in behavior. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because he seemed like an academic before, before beforehand. Like, it's not easy to get a scholarship, right? Um, yeah, it was just odd. Something stuck out for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, trying to read more. So, okay. So, the family of Paul Howell responded to this decision by saying that they took com- comfort in the fact that Jones would not be eligible for parole or be considered for a commutation for the remainder of his life. The attorney general of Oklahoma was disappointed, claiming that the death penalty was warranted in Jones's case, even without knowing if he was innocent or guilty. Um, They're saying his only hope left is to have a sentence commuted. Well, I mean, apparently that won't be done for the rest of his life. I just... I've mentioned this before, but uh, I mean, I, I think it's more just in this case, but I've mentioned the fact that I don't, and in a lot of cases that I read about, I don't believe in justice. Um, I think that obviously it's a better decision to not murder someone who could potentially be innocent. Uh, but I don't look at this as like justice. I still don't. He's in prison for the rest of his life without eligibility of parole or a further commutation. I, he still could be innocent. Like, I'm not saying like, it's just, it should, there should be more of an investigation into this. There wasn't a good enough one to begin with, which there should have been, but shocking. Uh, This happens a lot with cases like these. Uh, It's just, there should be more of an investigation to finding different parts of this case that they haven't looked at. Uh, the, the the fact that the alibi was basically thrown out the window from the start is very apparent to the case that followed um, with Jones. And it's just, I don't know. There are people that... I, I wonder what the statistics are with uh, people that are in prison that are later found to be innocent. Not just like uh, on death row or like receiving the death penalty. Um, well, 
Okay, so the thing is, and I, and I thought you were gonna. I, this is where I thought you were going with it. That you didn't. I thought you were gonna say you didn't believe in capital punishment because me and you have talked about this off camera. There's a statistic out there in the states that says that one in every ten people uh, that are executed for that are found that are sentenced to capital punishment are innocent, um, which is extremely high in my opinion. I think that that's a reason in itself to do away with it. Um, but like, I mean, conservatively, what would in this case, what would you put? The percentage of him being innocent 50 50 conservatively right like i mean i okay like honestly i don't think there's enough of enough of details i wish okay like i wish this was more of like a, a current case because i feel like it would be more accessible to have yes absolutely. more details about like the 2002 conviction mm-hmm. and like everything that went on with that case because then i could probably form a better opinion right now it's closer to 50 50 just because of what I'm reading and just because yeah. of like, I don't have enough to, to kind of give an educated uh, guess or uh, prediction or. Did, did you hear about like when, so when he was questioned by police, like how is his story? Apparently he just couldn't keep his story straight. So initially it was, I never handled the gun. Then it was, Oh yeah, I just loaded the gun. Um, and then he would, apparently he would use lots of I statements, but then he would like retract them right away. Um, cause I, I've heard that in interrogations, one of the main things that police will say is if they, if, if the person's not using I statements, then that's like an indication of lying because they're trying to distance themselves from the situation. Yeah. They're, they'll either talk about themselves in third person or they'll just talk about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I statements is usually an indication of I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of cases in terms of like when there's multiple people involved, say with Jones and Jordan, um, where you might be looking to like save the other person. So like you, you make yourself look a certain way so that the other person can potentially get off or like vice versa. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you kind of have talks with that. Maybe that gets put into play here. Um, I mean, I, I don't believe in capital punishment, like on the, even if, I, I'm, I mean, I've, we've talked about this off, off camera before um, about like, what if it was like one in a hundred or like one in 500, one in a thousand, like even that would still be. I'd have to think about much. that still. Yeah. yeah. Even like one um, in, like one in, one in a hundred, I would still say no. Oh, no. That's not, that's too much. No, that's way too much. One in a thousand. Like, honestly, like just think about that for a second. Okay. One in a thousand sounds like nothing, right? That's like 0.1%, right? But like, think about being that one person. Yeah. Okay. You're you're on death row for probably for killing somebody for killing somebody like you didn't do it and your life's going to end. Like, I, I don't know if like any any number of getting convictions right and having them executed makes up for that. There are also people out there and this kind of like I, I've talked about this before, but this kind of varies across the line. But there are people out there that want the death sentence that do what they do because they want to die and they want to make other people suffer. There are also people on the other end that uh, pretend to be crazy to get out of capital mm-hmm. punishment. Mm-hmm. So well, I think from an economical sense, though, like if you think about it, like, for example, I remember reading and I, I don't know where this stat came from, what year it was. I think it was this U.S. stat, though, that to house and feed a, a someone in a penitentiary for a year is like 60 grand. Oh, yeah. I think you brought this up before, too. Yeah. So like in that sense, like. I understand like it makes sense like I don't know as a taxpayer like if somebody's murdered people and you know that they've done it like 
it kind of makes sense in that aspect, but like I, I wouldn't want I, I, in that same in that same breath. I still don't want it brought to Canada. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like I, I, I even in those aspects, I still don't believe um, in capital punishment. Yeah, obviously, yeah. like my mind might be in a different state if this was like heavily related to me. Like, say, if it was a family member or a friend. Not that's you, what I, and that's what I that's, um, what that's what I'm saying and fuck you <laughs> but um like that's like a I don't know that's like uh, the odds of that happening versus uh the odds of somebody else like getting a death penalty like or just like in the world obviously is is vastly different um I just it, uh, I, I I I just I don't believe in the death penalty I don't believe that like that funding is like relating although i do understand like i do understand the point that's being brought up and like a lot of people do resort to that that it's a lot of funding for people also <laughs> uh is that a u.s statistic of like that much funding towards people in prison it was a u.s statistic there are like statistic there are uh, also many people doing uh prison time for stuff like weed charges drug charges that they shouldn't yeah. even be in prison yeah. for there are things like i mentioned before like innocent people in prison yeah. Um, the mandatory minimums with the low-level drug charges really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But um, I just no, I it's just it's I, I don't know it's very wrong to me because but, I just I don't think I'll ever be in favor of the death penalty. I don't think I really have ever been in favor of the death penalty. I mean, maybe I've I've said this five minutes or two minutes ago. The only way I can kind of see myself in favor of it if it, if it was somebody that like murdered someone that was close to me. See, but there's, but even like, I can think of like, do you, you know, like the Clifford Olson case in Canada? Do you remember him? So he was like, he was a child serial killer. And he's, I think he's dead now, if I remember correctly. He died a few like years he, ago. Wait, sorry. He he was a serial killer as a child or he killed no, 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 children? No, oh, sorry. No, he killed children in okay. Canada. Um, so he like, he, and he died in prison. He's dead now. But like, if they wanted, if they, if he got the death penalty, not sad, like completely not sad. But also like, I think that, we can't we can't assign the death penalty based on like oh you killed kids so then exactly so i i think based on that argument like we can't have it but like if somebody like that if that happened to them i'm cool with it i mean majority of people um from like i think jcs the uh, the criminal psychology youtube channel they'd brought this up too um majority of people like don't want to be in prison for the rest of their lives they look at like being in prison for the rest of their lives worse as a harsher than, punishment as a harsher punishment yes. than and than... you know what if if it was me i agree with that yeah like like if you're like okay if, like let's say you're 30 and and you you're never getting out of prison you're so you're looking at like 50 years in prison right like i don't i don't want that like yeah. i don't want that but i think that you're when you're when you're a, like and I'm, I'm i'm totally projecting here but i'm thinking that when 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 they're applying the death penalty it's not always about punishing the person it's a, it's a combination of punishing the person, appeasing the victims or whoever's left in the victim's family, and then also like not being a burden on the system. Yeah. Right. Like I told you in that Larry Nasser case, the judge says the sentence is supposed to stop reoffense. So capital punishment definitely does that. Um, stop reoffense. Uh, discourage others from doing it. And then there was one other that I can't think of. So yeah. in in that sense, like it makes like the death penalty works but i agree like if if let's say somebody killed somebody in my family like i i think i would 
I would like if they got capital punishment, I would get I would get some sort of revenge factor out of that. But I would also get revenge factor thinking like you're never getting out of prison. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, they, the Howell family kind of stated like they were relieved that when, uh, when I was researching that, I felt really bad for him and his family. Like that was horrible that he had to die. Like he was they literally like I, I was hearing that, like they just gone out for ice cream and it was he was with his daughter and his sister. I think. Of course. Like for him, like I felt horrible. Yeah, of course. It's a it's a horrible situation. Um, you know what I also found or find not found but find ironic. What um, is that? Like a certain party that has a certain viewpoint, being uh, quote unquote pro life is pro death penalty. I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean you've of, talked about this yeah, off camera. It's just yeah, it's quite a contradiction. So ironic so ironic to me and then and then like if you ask them about it like hey why are you pro death penalty but you categorize yourself as pro-life then they'll be like oh no this relates we're just talking about abortion and then i'm like oh justin all life is precious don't you know yes prune yes dried up raisin (laughs) i want you to get the death penalty (laughs) (laughs) little bitch um our life is so precious. Did you know as fetuses we have tails? Um, yeah, I do, because we have a tailbone. A mood. No, I mean like full-on tails, though. Mm, you still have a full-on tail. I know, I really do. It's just in the front. Ew, ew, I take that back. That was gross. That was gross. What the fuck? No. Mm. You know, there's like, every <laughs> once in a while you say things where I'm like, why, why do I like associate with this person why do i like why am i in a business venture with this person because you have nobody else to associate with are you sure about that i'm 100 percent certain well like, it must be true because i chose you true right period i'm always the last choice right just ask the person that you used to work at chapters with <laughs> <laughs> um i'm glad how you can laugh about it at least thank you Thank you. Without smacking a bitch. Um, I I just, I don't, I obviously, I I don't know if this is going to happen. I, I, I hope that it will, but I hope that more investigation will be put into this case. And then if certain things are found to where, um, like, yeah, if, if Jones is guilty, then yes, this is actually, hmm. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm trying to like. What do you think the most accurate uh, sentence is for first-degree murder? Do you think it's life in prison? Yes. You? I would probably agree. Um, So, yeah, if he's found guilty, and I think I'm going off of... I think if anyone is found guilty, then, then, yeah, I would agree that that's an accurate sentence to give them. Uh, but if they find him to potentially be innocent, then I would hope that he would have a further commutation, but apparently from what I'm reading, they're not going to grant him that. Um, it's just, it's insane how stuff like this is still happening. I mean, obviously this is a sentence from 19 years ago, but there are still cases in which not enough evidence is substantial and even a verdict and someone is still given the death sentence or life in prison or 25 plus years, um, especially with cases like this 
impactful. Like this is first degree murder we're talking about here. This isn't just like robbery or like stealing or theft or, you know, like a, a gun charge. This is, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't really know if, if further investigation will be put into this. A lot of people are calling for it. Uh, I'll, I just, I obviously hope that it will because I think there has been a lot of injustice in this case. I still think there is a lot of injustice going in this case. Um, this case is pretty loud right now, but I don't think it's loud enough to actually get like anything done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would agree. But I mean, you never know. I mean, it, I it could honestly, surprise like, us. I would think like I think I'm somebody who like generally knows what's going on. And like, I'd never heard about this case until you wanted to talk about it. I mean, until it became more of uh, like until it posed more of a, a relevant position, I didn't really know much about it either. But what do we have for runtime? Just over an hour and a half. You know, what's funny is I like I I hadn't I haven't eaten today yet. Uh huh. And I like placed a Uber Eats order and I was like timed it. I, t I wanted to time it like perfectly right. When and is it um, coming? well, it's saying 710, but I think it's probably going to be like 7705. OK, that's not too bad. Right. That's pretty good. Right. Pretty good timing. It is. Should we uh, should we move on to our of the sessions? Let's do it. Fuck, okay. I got to think of one of these again. I, I feel like I have one and it's oh, we're okay. just doing like random shit. So okay. Okay. because the last few episodes have kind of been like more random. Okay. But this one's going to be um I get I don't know really what to call it, but like a mention or like a shout out to just like a random person that you know and a random person that you don't know. It could be like a celebrity or like someone that you've found recently That's, this is weird good i don't know how it i feel be. about this it should be this is what this is what this session is all about this is what this podcast is all about i don't like this you can't give a shout out to someone you know just a random person what if they don't want a shout out I'm... oh t <laughs> <laughs> shit Okay, wait, because <laughs> I, I totally forgot about, like, consent things with, like, saying people's names. Right? Like, I actually had, there was one where, you know what it was? I forget what the topic was, but I had, I won't mention the person, but we talked about something, and my friend listened to it, and he messaged me. He said, thank you for not mentioning me, because I know you, and I was like, I thought about you, but I didn't say it. I wonder what it was. <laughs> I, I could ask him again. I could find out. Yeah, I was about to say. I wonder what that was about. I can't think of anything relating to that. That's funny, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think we should do that one. Um, I'm, I'm just looking around trying to find something. Okay, I got mine. I could... Holy shit. Okay, go. So, this is probably going to be another one where it's, like, two things instead of, like, current fave versus all-time fave. Mm -hmm. um, so, your two favorite, like, drinks other than water. And they don't have to be alcoholic, but they can be. Two favorite drinks other than water. Do you already have yours? Um. So we're doing like two faves and we're not doing like now and all time? I guess, okay, we can do, um, let's do like, I guess we can do like an all time and then we can do like a recent craving. Okay, I like that. Okay, so my recent craving it ha uh, is probably... I've seen this recently. This two things, I guess. So uh, remember when I talked about cranberry sprite? 
Yeah. So that's probably the first one. I really okay. want to try that. I still haven't tried that. And my second one, just because it's the season, eggnog. I love eggnog. Oh, so that's good. A good. That's a good choice. And my... So, oh. You're not done okay, yet? No, well, my all-time, bitch. Okay, go, go. No, no, no. Jesus you can. Christ. You do yours. We'll do all-time together. Okay. So currently flavored sparkling water. Mood. Oh, my God. Wait, is that bubble or bubbly? Yeah. <laughs> Literally just... I took one out of my room. It was the orange one. What's the flavor? One. I think the orange oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. That's or a like, good one. It might have been like peach or mango or whatever. This is cherry. This is cherry. It's probably a good one, too. Do you like right. club oh, soda? Sorry. Oh, yeah. I like okay, good. Soda. Good. I have like one of those um, soda streams. Oh, yeah. Just like car. Okay. Literally, my friend had that. And I, like, I would just make carbonated water. That's what I do. And I they, they were like, it. why is that? Or they were like, why are you doing that? I'm just like, why not? It's fucking why good. Why not? I don't, I don't buy that flavoring shit. I just want carbonated water. Exactly. But okay. So all time, I'll go first. Um, iced tea. Okay. Do you... Um, I'm just going off of like what my friend's order is. So when uh, when they get it from like McDonald's or something, they'll get it without ice. So they'll just get tea. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so they'll get like a, a large iced tea without the ice in it. Do you get yours with or without ice? Um, with ice. Remember the powder that was in like that big tin for iced tea? Like the Nestle powder? Yes, yes. So yes. I used to douse like well i don't really know how to describe it accurately but i used to put so much of that fucking powder and then just a little bit of water that was really oh so good i miss that fucking oh i miss that powder so much so go you're all time oh yeah um anyone know yet anyone who knows me probably knows that i'm gonna say sprite so i'd probably have to go with sprite i'm a basic hoe it's super long. Sorry, Miss Carbonated Water. Fuck you. Um, I mean, other than Sprite, I would maybe say orange juice. Super lame, too. Carbonated water. Iced tea. Iced tea. <laughs> you ever gone you ever gone to the States and ordered an iced tea? Ew, gross. <laughs> we went to fucking we went to I think Great Wolf Lodge. Isn't that just in Washington? Yeah, I think so. Um, and we like got dinner and I was like, yeah, I'll get in like an iced tea. And then, like, I drank it. I'm just like, yeah, this is literally like iced fucking patent tea. Like, gross. I, this is disgusting. Do you know what? The, apparently, you know what they call that in the states? You have to ask for a sweet tea. Then they. Oh they yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in this yeah. game that I play, it's called sweet tea. But I do it. I do. I still do it all the time. Like, if I if I took a trip to the states like tomorrow, I definitely order an iced tea and then be like, fuck. It's just ugh. honestly though, it makes sense, right? Like, it's iced tea. Like, fuck. Ours is just a bunch of fucking sugar. There's no actually actual tea in it. <laughs> Thanks, Nest Tea. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's actually so true. Why do they call it iced tea? I think it probably because it just started out as like iced tea with sugar, and then they just took the tea out at some point. When I um, worked at a specific fast food chain that used to be just relevant to the States until Burger King bought it. Uh, or sorry, that used to be just relevant to Canada until Burger King bought it. You may as well have just said it. Okay, when I used to work at McDonald's, I'm just going to get Tim Hortons. Um, we have, obviously, anyone who's been to Tim Hortons knows that there's, like, a plethora of teas that we have. And so I literally, like, every day I would make myself, like, a large tea and I would just put so much sugar in it. And then I would get, like, a an ice cap cup and mm-hmm. I would uh, put, like, a bunch of ice in it. And then I would just, like, pour it in and it was 
Okay, so, so good. Before we ran out of time, I, I I totally forgot until now. I found that Microsoft thing I was talking about. Hold on. Why are you acting as if we're on a limit? <laughs> because I have to go get before, my food eventually. Before we run out of time, because I have to get my food that's coming here in 10 minutes. Oh, this now oh they reassigned me a driver, so I think I actually have some more time now. Um but um so yeah, do you think it's a copyright law if I just like play the audio for everybody? Uh, audio of what? It's like a Microsoft Ignite. Uh, ad i think or like some sort of like conference it might be a copyright issue but rogan played it he played the audio i mean that's also rogan i'm pretty sure he can get rights properly like there's Uh like a lot of things like behind the scenes that um i was talking to uh, our editor about and like if you even if it's like noted as non-copyright you still have to give credit and it's just like i I would have to look into what it's and especially microsoft that's a huge company damn it okay i can't play it then but i mean we can probably link it you really link like the video in like our our YouTube video or okay. okay. What is it called? Um. Well, the the video I found was just literally someone reacting to it. Okay. So it was the title of the video was just Microsoft ignites woke level reaches critical mass. Mood. Oh, you know what's funny? I just remembered one of my um, Twitch emotes that like my subscribers have uh, is me drinking Sprite. Because at the time, oh, when now I you're going my, back to Sprite. When my right. editor made, what do you mean back back to Sprite? At the time oh. that my editor made it, I was like, well, I mean, I still really do like Sprite. I just haven't had it in a while. Um, I was like obsessed with it, and I would always, I, I ordered McDonald's a lot, so like my go-to drink for McDonald's was a Sprite, and uh, and so yeah, I was like, you should do this with me holding a Sprite, and it's, it's super super cute, it's super cute. I love it, I love it so much, super cute. Um, yeah. Where do you, uh, what's your go-to like place to get drinks from? Whether it be like uh, soda or iced tea. The fucking grocery store. Well, do you have like a preferred iced tea? Like is Nestle your just preferred iced tea? Uh, brisk. Oh, okay. Good choice. Good yeah, choice. Yeah. Um, don't they have like a different type of iced tea? Like brisk? I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a different color, but it's still like iced tea. I don't fuck with a classic. Oh, Okay. Jeez. Um, Because I was going to say, I feel like my favorite place to go to to get like Sprite or like 7-Up is uh, is Wendy's because their drinks are so big. (laughs) Their large drinks are fucking huge. But yeah, I haven't been to Wendy's in a while. Maybe I'll go soon. Grab a Baconator. Gross. Baconator's so good. Too much bacon, too much ketchup. Oh my God. Imagine saying that, Mr. I like pineapple on my fucking pizza. Ugh. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> don't do what you started the fucking call doing. That was actually disgusting. So, yeah, for I think people, I'm fully scarred. For, I'm sorry that you guys had to miss this, but so Justin always says that when, when I first jump on on screen with him, that I, that He's I'm like an old like, man. I'm like really close to the screen and I'm like, I look like really shocked. So, like today, for effect, I like went as close to the camera as I could. And he was like, I, I can see it. He was disgusted. Like he was, he was going to, he was going to throw up. I did. <laughs> yeah. Should we end it here? Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for joining as always. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Be sure to let us know if you have any opinions or if you want us to talk about anything that you can think of and we'll try to incorporate it if we can. But yeah. Yeah. We will catch you next time. 
Bye, Godspeed. guys.